As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to episode 60, brought to you by HelloFresh. For $30 off your first week, go to HelloFresh.com and enter the code CTL30. You're listening to Cultivating the Lovely with me, Mackenzie Monroe from CultivatingTheLovely.com and Bold Turquoise across pretty much all social media, along with... Leah Bowden from Modern Miss Mason and LeahBowden.com. Today, we're going to talk about how each of us tries to live in the Word of God, how we approach our reading and studying and living out the Bible. Yeah. And this is a topic, I mean, obviously, I've talked about a number of times on the show. I've even had a whole episode on it with Jody McKenna, one of the other co-hosts, where we've talked about kids' Bible study methods and different Bible studies that we've liked and that sort of thing. But I always think it's interesting to get a variety of opinions on this matter because we all yeah. do things a little differently in general. Plus, I think we have different seasons to our lives. And with you having a church, and I think we a lot of us, see you as having this Charlotte Mason perspective on a lot of life. And so I thought it'd be yeah. fun to talk to you and see if that perspective also influences your Bible study and kind of how you make it just like a really ingrained daily thing for you. Well, interesting. Great. Happy to dig into this. Um, this is really key to my, the, the rhythm of my life. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think, you know, for me, growing up in a Christian home and making a decision to personally follow Jesus very early in my life, mm -hmm. um, the Bible has been, has been, yeah, integral to my routines, to my decision making, to my relationships and everything. So um, this is, along with nature study, one of my favorite topics. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's interesting coming i guess digging in initially your comment on the charlotte mason philosophy so yeah um so my approach to education um is rooted definitely in in the charlotte mason philosophy so a philosophy is a guiding principle many people hear me talk like this so it it isn't an idol in our life it doesn't dictate how or who we are, um, or how we do things, it forms a guiding principle, which to me has to undergird my family and the rhythms of my life and what I bring to it. So I bring to the Charlotte Mason philosophy my, you know, my church background, mm -hmm. my, uh, I guess, my 
understanding of theology and doctrine, all that kind of stuff, as well as our own personalities. I bring that to the table. Mm-hmm. And that's my approach around the philosophy rather than the Charlotte Mason philosophy placing on me and shaping me um the real the root of that for me is that the word of god shapes our life and our family and our rhythm rather than an academic or an educational philosophy so i think it's really important that we um that we that we do it that way so within the philosophy itself and within the methodology charlotte mason was a christian she was a real uh when we read her work it is she talks about the divine it's important it was very important to her that her students studied the word of god that they studied the bible um they would study it um you know book by book old testament and new testament mm-hmm. um bits of both going on at the same time uh she she, she talked about hymn study and the importance of learning theology through song. I love all that. I mean, it's all it's all incredible. Um, and but I don't particularly do it maybe in the way that the old sort of PNEU schools would have done that. The rhythm of our homeschooling days, we the the word of God is the first thing we come to. So. My background is pretty charismatic. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure your listeners are from all different walks of life yeah. and all different and all different backgrounds. And um, I was raised on kind of have a quiet time, you know, read some Bible, pray. My Christian experience and my church experience is very lively. Is um, lots of kind of you know upbeat music and very. Um, and the Word of God not always preached. Uh, well, well, often, I don't know, it wasn't always thematic. It wasn't always, you know, verse by verse, but sometimes it was, um, it was taught, um, I guess, in, yeah, in whatever the church was going through, whatever the church needed to hear in that time, mm-hmm. a lot of, oh, just so much in there, which yeah. I know the more people I meet across the world, the more people who are, um, the more Christians I meet, the more people I meet in, in the States, and also people who are using the philosophy, we do all bring our our beliefs and our background to the table when it comes to this. So she, you know, so we read the Bible every day. Um, I personally read it myself as well before I read it with my children. So, you know, you know, I've talked before about mother culture and this idea that um, Charlotte says, if mothers could only do for themselves what they do for their children, mm-hmm. you know, then we would have um, happier days, you know. And she talks very enthusiastically about applying what you applied in your family with your children to yourself. And for that, again, there's this rhythm of reading and, and Bible study and going outside and listening to good music and looking at beautiful art. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, there has to be there's a deeper core of why I read the word of God it's not yeah. just so that I know it in my mind it's not so that I can recite scriptures it's not so that I can you know I could sing the books of the bible to you Mackenzie yeah. I'm sure it would be I'm sure it would greatly impress your listeners but um I won't <laughs> but, oh, please give us a rendition <laughs> we can put it on YouTube you'll be featured yeah I'm, I'm sure <laughs> Um, maybe next time. Um, but it has to, um, the, the word of God is living and active. It, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. You know, it, it never returns void. It always does what it's been sent out to, to do. So I, my faith is when I sit 
and and read the word of God, whatever I'm working my way through, that it does something in my life, that it actually changes something every single day. So I, I read um, with a journal next to me. I read with a gratitude journal. I'm always writing down things that I'm grateful for. And I read um, with, and I pray, God, show me what is it you want me to take from this part that I'm reading today. And whether it's one verse or a whole concept that's come out of something, um, then I I write that down and I will meditate on that throughout the day and think about it. Um, And that probably is a little bit different to how I approach it with my children, even though I am teaching them to approach the word of God that way. Yeah. So I might uh, read them a passage from the Bible if I'm sitting with my children and then get them to tell me it back in their own words. You know, what just happened? Um, You know, how did it make you feel? What do you think it means? Anything like that, really, just some kind of uh, a bit of a narration that comes out. Um, and, And it is interesting because I find myself throughout, you know, Dave and I often will talk about the Word of God, what we've been reading to each other. And I realized the other day, oh, actually, we're narrating to yeah. each other. We are telling back, um, you know, what we've read. And we encourage that in our families that way. And we don't use that, you know, please narrate the Bible to me. Yeah. We just, what are you reading? Um, you know, wh- where, what are you reading? What has God said? What are you doing about it? And they're the three questions that we as a church and as a family place around, um, yeah, place around our reading. So those slightly, are good questions. Know, yeah. Like those are very good questions for anybody to just take note of when they're reading the word. Really good questions. And uh, we, in January, we launched a initiative. It seems really simple and really, um, well, duh, you know, every church should be doing this, but actually, um, you know, we have a growing congregation in the city and, um, the moment you take the emphasis off the word of God, you know, you might as well be running some kind of club or yeah. some kind of club. Yeah. And, um, but yet as you pastor people, you realize often they haven't gone to God themselves. They're not rooted. Yeah. They're not emotionally rooted in the word of God. So we begun in January, just bringing everyone back to that page one, really. And we, we started this, uh, um, series called devotionally anchored and we are week after week after week our teaching and our preaching and our encouragement throughout the connect groups in the week is you know are you uh, create a habit of reading the bible every day and praying so we've got this hashtag habit and huddle and the habit is the daily habit the huddle is meeting with somebody else um and asking those three questions what are you reading what is god saying to you and what are you doing about it mm-hmm. and um so we're into march we're still going strong with it we're st- people are still huddling um they're really getting and we are teaching on the importance of being rooted and devotionally anchored in the word of god and it has been a really fruitful three months and we're you know we're not stopping um so you know you apply that to your own life you apply that to your family you apply that to how you're discipling your children and discipling other women around you whatever you're doing right now um and just amazing just asking somebody else so um what are you reading in the bible at the moment and they go white in the face (laughs) (laughs) actually i you know for some people i can't remember the last time i picked it up yeah. But yet professing Christ and they're wanting to um, follow Jesus. But that, 
you know, I, it doesn't match up because that's where we get our wisdom. That's where we get the truth. That's how we, uh, you know, what creates the heartbeat of who we are. So really interesting season for us. And, um, and it's been great to apply that to our family, apply that to our marriage mm-hmm. and apply that to our discipling of, of other people. And it's, it's been really fruitful. How do you do that, Mackenzie? How do well, you approach it? Well, I was just going to say kind of on along with what you're saying, some of the thoughts that I had for today were similar is that so much of it sometimes has to be boiled down to it's just a habit. It's yes. just something that you have done enough times that it would feel odd in your day if you didn't do it. That's right. That's not to shame anyone because we all fall out of habits from time to time and things, you know, I know that this last, you know, six months for me has been grueling and intense. And I really kind of had to re-reconcile a lot of things in my faith that I had known in my head for a long time, but hadn't necessarily felt in my heart for a long time. Um, okay. just Like God's acceptance and love of me. Like I had really come to this place where I just never felt good enough. And I felt like, how could he love me? And all those kinds of questions that I had to kind of be able to work through before I could come back to the word consistently again and feel like it was... It was nourishing me, not to say that it it wasn't while I would try to read it throughout that time, but there were those roadblocks I was really having to work through. But I think so much of it, you know, we just think like, oh, I haven't had this habit. You know, I feel bad about it. But sometimes you got to try, I think, a few different things to figure out what is going to help that habit to stick because it might be trying a different study or just totally simplifying things and saying, I'm just going to memorize one verse for the next, you know, two weeks or whatever. Like, sometimes you kind of have to, I know I've been in that season of like, okay, what's going to work? What's going to stick? What's going to help me to actually intentionally make this a habit again? Because it was just so rough that I couldn't. But I think that another big part, that that huddle part that you were saying, Um, yeah, it was probably a month or so ago. I reached out to a friend of mine who's just this amazing, strong, wonderful Christian woman. And I only have like, I mean, I have local friends, but only a few like good local friends who I, who really know the inner workings of everything that's gone on in the past, yeah. you know, 14 years, much less the last six months. But I just kind of reached out to her like, I am so dry. I am so like, I just don't know even how to move forward in my relationship with God. I know I need to be in the word, but I just, I'm having a hard time with it. And so she just, she was like, let's go off to coffee tonight. Let's go. Oh, good. Yeah. And so we went and we talked about it and she was like, I just want to encourage you to be in the word, even though you don't feel like you're loved or any of those things. Like sometimes you just have to make that choice to believe that what God says is true, even if you don't feel it. That's right. And she, she said, you know, what is going to help you? What simple thing can we do to help you be in the word every day? And so we agreed, like we were just going to text each other every morning, like either a picture of what we'd been reading in the word that morning, or, you know, just a little bit of insight about how a verse or two or a whole section had impacted us, what we felt like God was telling us that day. That's so good. And yeah, I mean, and it hasn't been every single morning, you know, it's, it's been a little bit hit and miss, but even just knowing like I have her to be accountable to is so helpful in establishing those habits again. 
talk about HelloFresh for a second because last week I got the pleasure again of having a HelloFresh box delivered straight to my doorstep. And do you know what that means? That means that I did not have to drag my children to the grocery store with me. Because as I'm sure you know, you get it, going to the grocery store with small children is like strapping wild animals into a cart and trying to use your brain about what you actually need to feed your family. And I think I may really rather be caged with wild animals than take on that task. It is beyond frustrating to me. So when I get a HelloFresh box to my doorstep and I know that all of the meals are going to be things that my kids actually like because they've got an awesome selection. You can choose from classic veggie or family and each box is made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients from carefully selected farms and high rated trusted sources. It's awesome. There hasn't been a meal yet that my kids haven't loved. Our personal favorite has been the pork barbecue meatloaves. Oh my goodness. We gobbled those puppies up so fast, I thought they were going to be leftovers, but no, we just ate them all. And I love how much easier it makes my life. I don't have to do the meal planning. I don't have to do the meal prep. It comes to my doorstep. I have absolutely no decision making other than the decision to actually make the food, which when I have it, then I make it. It makes things so simple and convenient for me. All the ingredients come pre-measured and handy labeled little meal kits, which just, that's really like one of my love languages to have all of that pre-prepped. I mean, seriously, you guys know I'm a pre-prepper planner and when they do it for me, it's like magic. So if you want to avoid strapping your wild monkeys into a cart at the grocery store and spend less time meal planning, grocery shopping, and getting out of a recipe rut, really finding new fun things that your family enjoys to eat, then I suggest you give HelloFresh a try. If you go to HelloFresh.com and use the code CTL30, you'll get $30 off your first week. I mean, you can't beat that. So again, go to HelloFresh.com, type in the code CTL30 to get that $30 off your first week. Give it a try and let me know what you think. accountability is really it it can seem very heavy if you're not willing to do the discipline Mm -hmm. if you're not willing to do the work but actually accountability you know we're supposed to do this life in community yeah Uh, that's why that's why we have the church whether that's coffee shop or mega you know whatever it looks like we are actually created to do this stuff in community and um you know and and says me an introvert I know I need people I know I need I need someone to ask me you know what is God saying to you what are you doing about that and I want to and I was saying to uh, somebody recently when one of the as a leadership team um one of the challenges to us was was pretty intense and I, and I was like, whoa, I don't know if I, I feel uncomfortable with that. And then my second thing out of my mouth was, but I want to grow. Yeah. And I do want to grow. And to grow, I need to stretch. I need to be watered. I need someone to be asking these hard questions. Mm-hmm. And um, I think wherever we're at with our devotional life, wherever we're at in our journey with, with Jesus, that um, – to just start somewhere Um, and I think you know there are so many um so many apps so many books so many studies there's so many um wonderful resources that for whatever your personality types like whatever your reading skills are whether you're you prefer to listen or anything there is yeah 
somebody somewhere is creating something for you to be able to get in the word of God. And, um, you know, when I was a kid, it, well, it was like, pick up your Bible and read it. That was it. Yeah. Um, but now, you know, I've got my, my teenagers are on, on new version and they, you know, they can listen mm-hmm. to it. They can read it on the, on their phones. Um, I am pretty old fashioned. I do like my Bible to be paper. Yeah. <laughs> I like me too. Oh, Lita leatherback paper open it up I like to I like to feel it like it's a book um but I do use other things as well but I think I know some of my story is because um I think some of it is my personality type some of it was being raised in a in a Christian home where the quiet time was um part of our daily discipline that I think in our in early adult life so probably in my 20s I had to deal with legalism a little bit I had to deal with you know I think some Sometimes reading our Bible every day can become like a, you know, rubbing a a lucky rabbit's foot as if we're trying to, you know, if I do this, everything will go well and my day will be fine. And, you know, and that one day when the morning's crazy and the kids are up early and you haven't had your time and you're like, it's going to go terribly. um, You have to get past that because we, um, you know, if we believe that um, in, in God we live and move and have our being, then if we and, and the Word of God is inside of us. Mm-hmm. And I know the time when I often get the question, and I had it at a conference this weekend. I was speaking at, you know, when you've got babies and you're breastfeeding and you're up in the night and you've got toddlers, how do you, you know, cultivate that rhythm of reading the Word of God? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, my answer to that was just, you've got to find a new normal, you know, whatever that looks like. Um, and, and, you know, whether that is, you know, setting a reminder on your phone at some point in the day when there might be a nap going on, um, or when you're breastfeeding, I used to read my Bible when I was breastfeeding with some of my younger, my younger children, um, or just, you know, pull it up on your phone, just read a few verses or a Psalm or something. But the other thing that, um, you know, if you are a listener who has been uh, following, um, Jesus for a while, you know, you will have the wealth and the well of the word of God inside you and I was amazed that there were you know seasons when I wasn't studying it deeply and I wasn't in it every day and um that I could remember scriptures that God would bring things to mind and that Mm -hmm. I could it was fresh in me even though I wasn't you know and I think I had to learn to get over the legalism of you know if I don't do this you know, religiously, I guess that's the word, yeah, religiously, yeah. every day, um, you know, all will fall apart. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it didn't, you know, it, it didn't at all. And um, so that was in, that was an important part of my journey, really. But then as soon as I could, I'm a morning person, you guys listening yes. know. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> and, um, anybody who uh, follows me on Instagram will see my early morning post because that is when I feel most alive, most creative, most connected with God is is first thing in the morning. And there'll be others like me and there'll be others who won't be like me. But I find that, you know, opening the Bible pretty much in the first half hour of my day is when my mind is clear of anything else. I've not started planning a meal. I've not had a conversation with a child. I've not yeah. looked at my phone, whatever it is. Um, 
and I can soak it up, you know, and I can really do something about it. Um, and that's that's how it, you know how it works for me. I love that. Do you yeah. do yours in the morning? Are you a morning reader girl? Well, I'm not a morning person, but <laughs> I am try- because I find that if I if I don't do it first thing, the day just gets away with me. That's right. You know, I just there's there's no way that I can catch back up and come to some sort of calm and quiet. And like I said, this is something I'm like just trying to like, okay, work out again. Because for a long time in our current living situation, like I'm in the same room with my kids. There's no other place for me to like go to feel like right. I can, you know, be getting out all my books and like doing it the yeah. way that I want to. You know, it's like you were saying, you know, moms with young kids and everything. I mean, I remember that struggle of like, I just, I want to deep, I want to dive into this so deeply and I just can't because I've always got a baby in my arms and, you know, right. I'm just constantly needed. And I feel like it's kind of been like that here. I just, I have this picture of how I really want to be doing it. And, that wasn't happening so it just wasn't happening at all and so it's just I've had to really start purposing again that maybe I will only set my alarm for 15 minutes before I think would probably be the earliest time that a kid might start to wake up and for me it's been a lot of accessibility just having the book that I'm reading or the Bible study I'm doing like right next to my bed. So I just can grab it first thing. And, and honestly, one of the things that's helped me and like, I mean, I just, I've got PTSD and you know, all the rest right now. So I know I have so much to be working through, but yeah, I just picked back up. I had read the first few chapters like since six months ago and it was so good, but I picked it back up and it was um, spoken for by Robin Jones Gunn and Alyssa Joy Bethke. Yes. And yeah. I've just been reading a chapter of that every morning. Like I just have the book right there and I can grab it and there's enough light from the windows that I'm not having to like get up and make a bunch of noise from getting up. I just have the book there. And That's great. even the other day, like my five-year-old, she woke up and she kind of spied that I was awake over in my bed. So she came crawling <laughs> over to bed with me and she just Aww. snuggled in in front of me and she would turn the pages for me <laughs> as I was reading oh. it. But at least I was reading it and it's enough because for me right now it's like it's giving me bible verses throughout the chapters and it's nothing like huge or deep but it's those reminders to me like god loves you this is what he's done for you and this is how this can you know look in your life and for me right now that is hugely nourishing to just have that and then another thing that has been really impactful and I don't have it down pat yet but it's been a good one to be doing with my kids too is um in Cat Lee's book, Hello Mornings, she talks about just this one verse from Psalms that's about like turning to God every day and looking for his direction in your life every morning. And I see this is how not down I have this verse yet because I can't even <laughs> tell you what the reference is, but I had written it in my journal. And so I try to at least a couple of times a week as we're getting our homeschool day rolling, like, hey, guys, let's let's read this verse. Let's repeat this verse. Like, this is what we're trying to do today. And that's it's great. just been a couple small things but they're ways of at least helping to develop those habits yeah Um, just being with him and you know I it's it's taken six months to really get to this point where I'm like okay I 
you you love me, God. <laughs> like that's right. That yeah. sounds crazy because I've been a Christian for you know twenty some years, but I, I there's just been so much emotional trauma and so much to work through that it's just now that I'm kind of getting back to that. Wow. He does. He does love me. And it's I don't have to feel guilty if I'm just reading one verse a day like he can still use that in my life. Of course he can. And that's the thing is that we, you know, the word of God does, like we said, it does what it's sent out to do, whether it's one verse, whether it's a whole book. Um, I think the the faith aspect of of opening your Bible and believing this has something for me. This breathes life. This has been God breathed, therefore it breathes into me. And I was recently reading in, in, Paul's letters to Timothy and how he he says to Timothy you know don't forget the scriptures that you were taught as a child um you know and he says you'll work out God's call on your life you'll work out what he has for you to do through the word of God through reading the Bible and I remember writing notes on that underlining that actually I need the I need this instruction, this wisdom Mm -hmm. to figure out and to walk out what God has for me. I can't do life without it. Um, And it's not, you know, you don't have to be, again, like we said, you don't have to be this incredible reader and and student of the word. You you just need to fall in love with it. And that's what I think I definitely did from a very early age. And I, I think maybe if this is where studies are good, Paul's writing to the Ephesians. He talks about the fivefold ministry, and he speaks about the 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 place of the teacher. And Dave and I always tell people, you know, you know when you're listening to a a, a biblical teacher, the kind that Paul talks about, because they inspire you to get in the Word of God. Yeah. They they will talk about the Bible, and it, and they leave you feeling like I can do that. Yeah. I, I want to get into the Word. I I love you know. I want to love it. I want to fall in love with it. And I love the when Jeremiah talks about the Bible, he talks about it as though he's eating something delicious, you know, it's something in his mouth. And, you know, when you put um, cotton candy in your mouth and it melts, (laughs) I imagine him describing it like that. Like, actually, this is, this is incredible. But sometimes we need help to get there. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we need a Beth Moore or a, you know, somebody who does this and is called of God to do that, to say, hey, let me tell you about David. Let me talk you through the book of Ruth. Let me, you know, and then helps and guides us into that truth and into falling in love with it. Um, And and really, I probably had that from childhood. I probably had my parents doing that and why I've never really felt I've had to get, you know, had to really delve into those kind of studies and someone's showing me Mm -hmm. how to do it. But no, I I mean, there's so many out there, so many helpful tools, aren't there, to help people fall in love with the word of God. Um, Well, and I think falling in love with it and also just so that you make sure you're not, I think... Like the season I'm in right now, it is very like a verse here, a verse there, topical kinds of things. But I feel like that wouldn't be as impactful for me if I didn't have a really good understanding of the full breadth of the word. And so I'm really glad for 
the teaching that I received when I was younger, like good, solid teaching I've gotten from churches and the Bible studies that I've done that have been more in depth or um, inductive, you know, K. Arthur studies and that sort of thing, because I like when even just reading, even just reading, like I've read through the whole Bible or reading through specific books, because I think it it can tend to be a problem if we just pick out the certain verses that we want to hear. We can be much more easily led astray if we aren't hearing everything that the Bible has to say. Right. And it's really Absolutely. easy to even be swayed by certain teachers who just major on certain verses. And I think that even goes back to the community that you were talking about, because if you isolate yourself, it's so much easier to become legalistic and become focused on just certain parts of the word that you really want to focus on and maybe ignoring their context or, you know, how God really intended, you know, looking at it from the, the point of God's character and how he intended those verses to be taken, you know? So I think that's, that's a whole nother aspect of having community in your Bible study and just for your Christian growth, because it helps you to stay balanced. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. I think we have to uh, we have to understand the story arc. We have to understand the Bible within the whole story. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I love how Sally Lloyd Jones in the in the Jesus Storybook yes. Bible she talks about every story whispers his name. Yes. And we can see that from Genesis through to Revelation that people think, oh, I can't read Leviticus or I can't read yeah. you know Ezra or whatever it is. But actually, every story does whisper his name. Every page mm-hmm. when we when because we know it's not just a book it's inspired by the holy spirit therefore it can speak to us and yeah we had um, a, a guest speaker in recently who spent some time with our leadership and he was saying he views you know the book of psalms like dessert and um, a lot of the new testament he says that's like it's like dessert it's like bringing out yeah. the chocolate at the end yeah. he said but you need the meat you need yeah. the old testament and you need the bed and he talks about and his his what he does with his leadership team back in in um, in the states and in mexico where he leads quite a large group of congregations he constantly constantly has them going through the bible in one year mm-hmm. so all their leadership are on one page and they just use the U version app and they go through and so they're all reading the whole of the Bible um, together and they're all on the same page which we which is fantastic Um, but his his view was yeah you know some people they just kind of pick a psalm now and again but they're just it's like you're picking a chocolate out of a box you know I'll have I'll have the one that says it's going to be a nice day or his mercies are new every morning or you know (laughs) the one that's the most comforting to me at this moment (laughs) that's right and of course we go to the word for comfort of course we go because it brings us joy but we also go to it because it brings us challenge and it stretches us and it it encourages us and it does all of those things um it brings you know direction and it and it and it also shines a light on stuff that is quite uncomfortable at times um but if we're hungry to grow and to draw closer to God, then we've got to be open to that. Um, otherwise, we're just going to get, you know, we're going to get fat on the dessert. We're yeah. going to get all puffed up on the nice stuff. And when stuff is tough, you're like, oh, hang on. 
yeah. this isn't right. Um, but when you understand the whole story, um, you you do you kind of get to understand what conquering is and what victory is and what relying on God for everything is and what your faith journey is. And um, yeah, I definitely I definitely encourage people to be um, if you're scared of the new te- of the Old Testament, then get in there, you know, yeah. because it's incredible and there's some amazing, um, amazing stories and lessons to be learned from all the lists and the books and the yeah. all, all stuff. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And if you're yeah. if you're intimidated by Old Testament, then you know start with one of the great books that's a story or story Absolutely. after story. You know, I mean, there's pretty amazing, crazy, incredible oh, stories. Yeah. Just reading Genesis and Exodus. You know, read Ruth, read Esther, read those ones that, that Daniel. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 You know, definitely read those ones that have the arc of the story. That's not just, you know, Leviticus or Deuteronomy or, you know, (laughs) numbers, all these ones where you're like, oh, it's a good thing. God sandwiched those in there after like a good chunk of story (laughs) before, you know, know. but I just, yeah, I think that we can't let ourselves get too complacent. Like you were saying of just picking out the, the Psalms, because if you're just doing that, then even like those great questions questions that you were talking about well if it's just like god thank you for all the wonderful things you've done you know and the lily yeah, of the valley yeah, and everything yeah. it's like yes we are supposed to be thankful every day but how how is this changing you what are you doing with that right. moving forward and if you don't get yeah. into some of those harder things then you don't you don't encounter as much of that yeah absolutely and i think you know you have to ask um ask questions so one way that Dave and I used to teach young people to read the Bible was with um, an arrow a question mark and a light bulb and we get them to we'd, we'd print out a piece of passage from scripture get them to read it and we would uh, if there was something they didn't understand they would write a question mark next to it if there was something in it that brought direction to their life they'd put an arrow next to it if there was something that was uh, like a revelation it was like something brand new they'd put a light bulb next to it Mm -hmm. and we got them to kind of create this you know rhythm of reading through does this force a question? Does this bring direction? Does this bring revelation? And um, it just helps the, in those younger years, or even if you're young in your faith, to to uh, bring a little bit of adventure to your reading and yeah. to the Word of God. Um, the other thing I just thought of as well, Mackenzie, which is, is so beautiful nowadays that like you can get hold of so much, is having scripture on your wall, you know, yes. on framed um, on cards. I mean, just having it around your home if you can yeah. um, as as reminders for yourself, for your family. Um, and really, I don't I don't have that enough. I'd like to do that more in my new house. Yeah. Um, um, but I like I've got some framed pictures around with with scriptures on. But I think that's a great way to just walk through your home, see the word of God taking its place. Um, yeah, I love yeah. that. I totally yeah. agree. I mean, you can even get, you know, wallpaper for your phone. So, you know, the, the home screen of your phone has it on That's there. That's right. You know I mean, That's right. So many places that we can put it these days. I know this isn't an actual verse, but it's from a hymn. I found this big canvas print that says, it is well with my soul. And oh, I love that. I yeah. can't wait for us to get a house at some point and have that up because it's just like that constant reminder of, okay, you know, even when things are tough, it's it's okay. 
okay. You know, I just, I love that idea of kind of being surrounded by scripture. I think that's one of the fun things that She Reads Truth does. um, Yes. Because when they send out their Bible studies, which, I mean, they're a little pricey, I will say that, but (laughs) you do get these beautiful scripture prints. Like, I think even more so than the books that I've gotten from them, I love the prints because they even have the little cards that you can put, you know, anywhere, really. And then they have the bigger prints that you can just slip into a frame and be able to kind of be, you know, Mm. if you have a few, you can be even changing them out every so often so that it stays fresh. You know, sometimes you kind of get blind to what's right in front of you. But yes, but I yeah, I totally agree with you. There's so many ways to really surround ourselves with scripture these days. Definitely. Yeah. So simple, isn't it? Yeah. But just, um, yeah, have it in front of you constant reminders yeah yeah and realizing you know what works for you look at think of all the different I mean like you were saying you mentioned a lot of them earlier there's audio there's I mean I I wrote a list here of like some of the different bible studies that I've done in the past if somebody's just looking like for resources I'm just going to kind of throw these out here really quickly they're things I've either done in the past I'm currently doing or hope to do in the future. Um, I think that Laura Casey's um, company, Cultivate What Matters, they have yes. really lovely write the word journals. They just sent me one and they're so simple. They just give you a few verses to write out. They give you space to do that. They give you like a spot to say kind of your word for that day. And then they have journaling space on the back of every page and like a place to write the things you're thankful for. So it's a That's very great. simple format, but I think really effective. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. I loved Sally Clarkson and Angela Parrott's Bible study, You Are Loved. If you're just really needing to like grapple with God on like his opinion of you, I think that is a great one, as well as the one I mentioned, Spoken For by Robin Jones Gunn and Alyssa Joy Becky. And then pretty much anything by Carrie Danker from StoneSoupForFive.com. Okay. They are so good. She's just like this little independent gal who, you know, creates, you can actually buy some of the hard copy studies that she has for sale off of Amazon, but she does a lot of the journal and doodle studies. And she, so she'll take you through all of that. Like if you really want to interact with the scripture and really remember it, I think that doodling is a really good way to do that. Kind of like what you were saying with, you know, making the little, you know, light bulbs and stuff. She does that like to the extreme and it's amazing. But she also has these new meditate journals that walk through huge chunks of scripture and allow you to kind of take it at your own pace and not feel rushed by it, but really ponder what the word is saying. So I think she's good great resources um like i mentioned just texting with a friend just picking a book and texting with a friend i think is absolutely go just picking something to memorize i think is a great way to go even if it's just a verse um or maybe you want to do a whole book like just deciding that you want to memorize something can be really effective and then k arthur's precept upon precept bible studies if you want to go like super deep then get one of those a lot of times if you do the one she's currently doing they even have the radio program that you can listen to so you're getting like even more fed by that i think that's a really good option and then next year something i'm going to do because it kind of combines the accountability with a little bit deeper bible study is i'm hoping to join a bible study fellowship group okay cool so 
that's just like a, a really speedy list of a bunch of different yeah. options that people can be looking at if you're just like, I just know I need to make a habit out of this. Where do I start? Well, here's some ways you can start or, you know, just that. pick a book. <laughs> so I, um, I haven't used loads of studies. Um, I do love Uversion, the app. Um, yes. They have lots of choices on there. I mean, you can go through, you can do the Bible in a year, Bible in six months, you can do a chronological Bible, you can do, and then they have various people partnering with them. Yeah, who produce. Yeah, so my husband, he, um, another one of his uh, sidelines is um, a company called clear theories which is a video based um stood like a, a guide you can use in schools and youth groups for young people um and and they'll be on there as well soon cool. on new version which is amazing yeah uh, just a chance another opportunity to to bring some help people with some guidance with the word of god so i do i do love you version um i have uh, in the past use a little bit of Beth Moore in a group mm-hmm. um, I do like um, Havila I'm trying to think of how you pronounce her surname I want to say Cunnington Havila Cunnington have you heard of her I haven't so her uh, the website is truthtotable.com okay. and I do believe her background is Bethel Church in Reading Okay. And she has got um, quite a few studies. And then with the studies, so you get a book. And then with the book, uh, she often does like a video course online. Sometimes it's completely free. It goes along with the book. So she's got she's got one called Radical Growth, which I did with a few girls in the past. She's got one called Eat, Pray, Hustle. She's got one called Soul Food. Um, she's got one called I Do Hard Things. Um, and they're generally 20-day um, Bible studies um, from a certain part of the Bible. So she's great, um, really relatable, really enthusiastic, great Bible teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she's great. Um, and then you know, with I mean, outside of that, really, it's kind of um, often I will come across a preacher who. Yeah. I love and then I'll go and you know do the whole stalking them and looking at what yeah. they do what they write and I think if you find someone who you relate to and whose teaching really speaks to you yeah. hopefully that's hopefully number one is is with obviously within the local church but there's so many people you can yeah. stream online everything now um yeah. you know if they've written a book read it if they if they write online just see see what they've got there and yeah. and, and you don't have to spend money there's so many you know the U version stuff's all free so i think yeah. they're really in this day and age there's no excuse yeah. um to not not be somehow engaging with the word of God. Yeah. yeah. No somehow excuse. putting yeah. forth that effort. And it, when you were talking, I actually thought of two more. Um, well, Katie Orr, who I've had on the show before, she has great Bible studies, but she also has a podcast to go along with okay. that with her husband, which is another great way to just kind of get that daily dose of the Bible. And oh, yeah. I think that Kat's Hello Morning podcast does Bible studies. And then Emily Thomas from Mom Struggling Well does a weekly Bible study. I mean, there's just, there's okay. so many ways that we can be getting so many in the ways. word, you know? Yeah. So many ways. There's a book I can recommend as well called How to Read the Bible for All It's Worth. Mm-hmm. Um, this is by Gordon Fee, Douglas Stewart. Go, go, yeah, Gordon Fee. Uh, again, just a 
book to help you approach the Bible and approach your reading of it if people are you know interested in that but yeah. yeah that's a good one how to read the bible for all it's worth um but you know really just open it up yeah. read it and see what yeah. happens so much of it is just deciding to do it to just yes, it is. whatever yes. way it is you pick whatever just deciding yeah. to like very consciously make it a habit that's right. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. The, your it, habit and huddle thing, is that like a hashtag? Can people like all around the world do that? Yeah. Well, it's a hashtag at Mosaic Church, but hopefully it will grow. We do have these little cards, um, like a credit card style size thing that we've handed out to everyone in the church that says habit and huddle. And um, uh, yeah, and we've got all, and I, I mean, if people follow me on Instagram, I occasionally will hashtag habit and huddle. It's just starting to grow really, but it's just a way of people remembering, okay, this is my daily habit and this is how I connect with someone else over yeah. it. And this is the accountability, but yeah, um, absolutely. Use the, use the hashtag, see what happens. It'll be fun <laughs> yeah. to see like, and tag me, tag at Bold Turquoise I will. too if you do. Absolutely. Like, I, I would love to see what people are, what people are doing. Yeah. And we've got, and obviously, you know, we've got on the Mosaic Church, mosaicchurch.co.uk, on the website, we've got all our teaching on this subject. So if anybody is interested, um, we are just, yeah, going through and just, if you want to get back to the basics of why we read the Bible, what it's for, uh, I can recommend all Dave Bowden's preaches. Yes. He's pretty good. He is my favorite. Yes. <laughs> um, How fun. And, and and purely that's just on there to encourage people and just to help people. Um, but yeah, we we um we're slowly getting the videos up onto YouTube, but all the podcasts are on our website. So so really just loads and loads of tools. Just yeah. you know really putting into people's hands into their hearts um this encouragement to get back to the word of god and um i'm i'm excited to see what happens when people really really fall in love with it and really grasp that yeah amazing i agree okay but to wrap things up how are you currently cultivating loveliness the thing that i'm really cultivating lovely is my morning walk um and i'm trying to get out the door even in, it's not even like a, just an exercise thing. It's a seeing, looking out the window and being drawn outside mm-hmm. before anybody wakes up just as, so this morning I managed to get outside just as the sun was coming up. Um, and it was a frost, very frosty morning here. I'm not sure what, how the weather is, how spring is forming where you are. Frosty. Um, yeah. <laughs> very frosty. Cold here. Um, and it was the most incredible, beautiful morning. But this, again, this whole thing of, of when I wake up first thing in the morning, I'm not cluttered with the noise of the day. Yeah. So I'm my most creative. Now that can come sometimes be overload with ideas and I'm going to set this up and I'm going to write this. And, you know, you get back home and it's all gone out the window. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but having... Um, just intentionally stepping out the door you know this morning I put my wellies on and and had to wrap it warm um but it's doing my heart good it's just right I mean in some days I could do a million other things yeah I could flick on the computer um you know and start to do some work and I could do it but actually what I'm realizing is you know cultivating the lovely in my morning um for me personally is 
unless it's absolutely throwing it down, um, is to just step outside and to yeah. take a walk, enjoy God's creation, breathe in some fresh air, uh, and then come back to all the things. And um, yeah, how about you? How are you cultivating the lovely? Well, I, you know, like I've talked about quite a bit, and in this episode specifically, there's been a lot of stress and a lot of things, especially over the last six months. And I just started realizing it was really wearing on my health. And so I actually just went and started seeing a local naturopath. And I've been kind of documenting some of this in Insta stories so people can see. I've seen it. Yes. So I had acupuncture and I'm starting to do that. And, you know, right now when I were recording this, it was just a week ago, not even a week ago that I went. But I'm already seeing like improvements and just being more conscious of things. My mom and I are really trying to really hone in on food allergies and like making good food choices which I've been doing for probably a good month like really kind of trying to revolutionize the way that I eat but you know it's a hard thing it's not necessarily that fun but sometimes those things are that our self-care are hard but they're just really good for you and you just have to do them anyway and that's right so yeah that's kind of how I've been cultivating loveliness getting needles yeah. stuck all over my body that's, that's an interesting one <laughs> yeah but it yeah. was awesome and yeah. it was kind of funny because I'd heard enough about it and seen enough things about acupuncture that I wasn't really nervous but I think the naturopath thought I was going to be really nervous she's like she was getting everything together she's like are you are you doing okay over there I was like yeah. yeah like yeah. should I not be <laughs> she's like oh well just a lot of people are really you know nervous and they have a lot of anxiety leading up to it I was like oh I guess I hadn't really thought to be nervous I think I'm just more curious than anything else so that's great that must have been helpful for her though yeah she was like oh good okay <laughs> so yeah it was wow. it was a really great experience and and I'm excited to see how my health continues to improve yeah. over the next yes. couple months and stuff. Yeah, so. that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Ooh, I have a bonus one. Can I do a bonus? Yes, Motivating, lovely. Do. I just So, um, you know, I know we've talked about homemaking and things, and that's something that our listeners like to know about. Well, I have been cultivating the lovely in my home okay. by working working on the area around my kitchen sink. Um <laughs> Because we, you know, spend a lot of time there. So I've been, um, and I I did put it on my Instagram story today on recording day. Um, You'll see some things I've been working on today. But because it's, you know, it's still a fairly new home. I know it's nearly a year, but we're still finding little bits. And and there was stuff on the window frame that just needed peeling off and cleaning up. And and, um, anyway, I've done it all this week. And I've cleaned up the frame and I've decided what I'm going to have on there, what plants. And beyond the kitchen window, I've put some in the garden. I've put some bird feeders so I can see birds. And yeah, it's just uh, just a really small area of our home, isn't it? And, um, And, but actually... There's something about one when it's beautiful, you want to keep it that way. It's true. Uh, so as I've done this, as soon as there's been a few dishes, I've done them straight away because I don't want anything yes. to, spoil, <laughs> to spoil the window. Yes. So this, this kitchen window project was quite a big deal. So, um, and I keep thinking of Fly Lady, you know, speaking into my ear, like shine your sink and yes. um, leaving that area clear. 
So I've been quite proud of myself because today's been a real victory day over it. I've thought, yes, that's exactly how I want it. I even, and I am not a Pinterest person, really. It overwhelms me. But I even went on Pinterest uh, and, and typed in uh, kitchen sink window or something like that. I and had love a- it. <laughs> I saw something I would do. I, see, I'm learning from you guys. You are. I am um but i just got a few little ideas around my plants and things like that and um but yes it's such a simple part of our home but i think i you know i do spend a lot of time whether it's during food prep or dishes or just um so i've created this little small pocket of a haven uh, so that when i'm working i am cultivating the lovely i love it that is a fabulous one and a great note to end on thank you so much for your bonus lovely Yes, well, (laughs) you go enjoy your sink, and I will talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Okay. I hope you guys found this episode to be really valuable because if nothing else, the heart of CTL is that all of us are walking closely with Jesus. It's so important that we're each spending that time in the word with him every day. And I hope that this episode helped give you some ideas of making that happen more in your life. If you want to see any of the resources that Leah and I mentioned in this episode, you can go to boldturquoise.com forward slash zero six zero, and it will take you to all the links to everything so you can find it really easily. And then if you want a little bit more of this CTL fun stuff that we have going on, then be sure you check out my brand new podcast. If you haven't heard about it yet, I did mention it on a special introductory episode last week, but it's called What Ingrid and Fiona Like. It's an exclusive for our Patreon subscribers of $5 or more, and it's me and my best friend, Rebecca, aka Fiona. I'm Ingrid, and we talk about things that we like. So last week was a bit of an introductory episode, and then every Friday from now on, we will have new episodes about all different topics. We really want the listeners to be involved with it. So if you have questions, or if you have a topic that you'd like us to cover, we want to hear about it. So go to patreon.com forward slash cultivating the lovely to see what it's like. You can listen to that episode from last week to get a little snippet and idea of what we have to offer. This week, we'll be talking about our favorite foods that we're eating on this crazy diet that we've been on. And then we're also going to be covering the apps that we use the most and our favorite podcasts in the month of April. So be sure to check that out. We also have a ton of other things going on in the Patreon community for the levels that are a little bit higher up. We're working on our wardrobes and really figuring out what looks good on us and how to buy things that work for our body types and our color and all of that. It's super fun. We've got a challenge going on that you may have seen on Instagram this week where we're showing our clothes every day, where we're taking pictures of ourselves because we've actually gotten up and gotten dressed in the morning. It's a really fun challenge. It's hashtag get dressed lovely and you can find out more about that by heading over to patreon.com forward slash cultivating the lovely as well. Okay, ladies, as always, thank you for leaving those ratings and reviews in iTunes. We so appreciate it. Tell your friends about the podcast. Let everybody know that you like it and what you like about it we always appreciate when you do so and until next week when i will be back with jody mckenna talking about our favorite hobbies go be bold and gracious as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.